Blog Talk Radio. Hello, you're listening to Got Clutter? Get Organized. I am your host, Janet M. Taylor, and I want to say hello if you're a regular listener, and welcome if you're listening for the very first time. And hello to all of you who will be listening via iTunes, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn, Player.fm Radio, Podbean, and of course, if you are listening to the podcast and I have not mentioned the platform, you listen to, please drop me a line, and hello to all of my blog talk radio community. I hope you're having a great start to your week. And tonight, our topic is ergonomically organized with Felicia Wallace Benton. So I'm excited to talk about that. And of course, I'm going to briefly share with you why I decided to talk about that topic. And, of course, I will also be sharing my product suggestion, app suggestion, repurpose suggestion of the week, and my book suggestion for the week as well. And I'd like to also share with you the question of the week. And it was, if you sit at a desk all day long, do you take walks and stretch? And, of course, Bobby uh, commented on Facebook and said she really tries. And then Teresa said that sometimes she used to set her Fitbit so that she would know when to take those breaks during intervals. And then Rose said that what she does is she drinks plenty of water so that she has to take those breaks and walks to the restroom. And what I did share was sometimes it is hard for us to to take ourselves away from our work, et cetera, So my suggestion is to schedule like five minutes breaks throughout the day so you can get up, walk back and forth. Just use your cell phone because that's what I do sometimes when the weather's bad outside or I know I really can't take that long stretch walk like I usually do. So I take five-minute increments throughout the day. So So hopefully that helps you. But tonight our topic is ergonomics. And the reason I wanted to talk about it was because a few months ago I was having some shoulder pain, back pain. I'm thinking the words, and I might have to have an operation. And the doctor said, you just need a new chair. You need a new desk. You need a some new pillows, which is why I wanted Felicia to come on and talk with us today. But just to, before I share the interview as well as her introduction is, ergonomics has grown over the years. On a daily basis, introspective of where we find ourselves today, we still need to constantly find answers to questions through innovative ways of ergonomics. People are uniquely different, often with different shapes and sizes, different limitations and abilities and strengths, skills, speed, and judgment. So an ergonomist usually considers factors of this line in order to bring about a solution that works. Ergonomics to able to solve problems effectively. One needs to be sound in psychology, physiology, 
and make his or her results perfect with emergent engineering approach. And this is the beauty of this science. So Felicia, as the owner of Designing Your Vision, uses her skill as an interior designer to help clients to see the full potential and most effective way to use their space. She has designed spaces changing her clients' interiors from ordinary to extraordinary. Whether it's the kitchen, the bathroom, or an office, Felicia provides her clients with that unique look they are looking for. So now I'm going to share my interview with Felicia Wallace-Benton. Well, listeners, I'm excited because we have Felicia Wallace-Benton, our expert, our space, our design expert, returning to us, and she's going to be talking about ergonomics. And I'm going to share with you why I wanted to bring her back in a few minutes. But Felicia is the owner of Designing Your Vision. She uses her skills as an interior designer to change her client's spaces from ordinary to extraordinary. So welcome, Felicia. Hi, Janet. Thank you so much for having me back. I really appreciate it. Well, I'm glad to have you back because this time I wanted to talk to you about ergonomics. And the reason mm-hmm. is because I went to the doctor. I was having some really bad shoulder pains, which was going all the way down to my fingertips. And I was concerned that I might have to have surgery because of all the years of organizing, lifting, et cetera. And after doing a series of tests, she said, you need a new pillow, you need a new desk, you need a new chair. <laughs> I said, oh, okay. And then after I thought about it, Felicia, I said, you know what? It has been almost 10 years since I bought a new desk because I bought my desk when I still had a a desktop computer, but now I use a laptop. So I realized, okay, I need to make some changes. So can you explain to us what um, having an ergonomic space really means to us? Okay. So first, I'm just going to touch on um, ergonomics. And basically, it's like the study of how people efficiently function in a space, okay? And there are people out there that study this all from, like, how uh, an item like a computer or a laptop should be made or how a, a chair should be made. Uh, and how a desk should be made. So these are people out here that study this. It's like a science, um, and they're really dedicated to the ergonomics of, say, like a certain item. Um, but as an interior designer, it's really important for us to not just understand how that chair will help you to sit and how that table or desk will help you to function um, but also how you as an individual function in the space. Um, because that helps us to help you to select what's best for you so you don't go through what you just went through of experiencing those pains. Um, so this is like something that's done and across the board in all interiors, especially office spaces, hospitals, like any place where someone works, uh, uh, for an extended amount of time, um, even restaurants and stuff like that. You do have some people who come in that specialize to see what needs to be done, how a person needs to be efficient in that space, and therefore what do they need to use and operate 
that and how can we make this easier for them to operate in the space? What can we create or develop to help them move or make the process easier and make it better on their limbs and their bodies? So this is a pretty wide category that we kind of shrunk down <laughs> to just like the home office. So it's for for the home or for any space as an interior designer, when we come in, we just basically make sure that we design the space how you function. And that's the long of the short of it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So, so when it comes to like you touched on the office or the home office, what is um, like what? How do we do? What do we need to incorporate into our office or our home office in order to to make it ergonomic? Ergonomic. Okay. Well, ergonomic. what you what you have to do is you have to make sure um, whatever you're selecting is not just not just fits in the space but also helps you to function. So really quick, like when I see somebody's office, it's especially I'm, I'm now talking about a home office because your work office too has to, like say if you work out of a building, there are ways that you can change that very easily too. And I kind of, as a designer, I can suggest little things that you can do to make that more, um, ergonomically friendly but for your home office you have to really uh, tell me as a designer what you plan to do in the space how long you plan on being in this place how long are you sitting um, what type of or, or but most people use their laptops or some people have a desktop so what type of computer are you using um, do you have any natural light in this office you know there's there, there are a lot of factors that come into play with this so when i go into design i help you in picking the best pieces that helps you to function over the long term of your day mm. um it could be as to the style of the chair it's not just it might not be a beautiful chair in some cases but it might be a chair that helps you sit up straight uh, keep your legs straight to, you know, add for circulation, your arms, your elbows bent, your neck. Sometimes the way that your neck is can put strain on you. And all these little things can lead to stress. And then as a result, you know, you're not able to function. It's just like a snowball effect. So um, when I design people's uh, home offices, I go through this extensive questionnaire. And I go, why do you need to know that? Well. Because if you're redoing this, I want to make sure that I'm giving you the right tools so you can continue to use this space to do your job. Um, it's not just about us going out and picking out a nice, beautiful desk. <laughs> you know, the desk has to be uh, a certain width for you to operate. If you have a lot of paperwork on your desk, you might want to consider an, a wider desk or something that will help you to utilize the desk for a lot of paper. I know me, I have, my desk is huge. It's almost like a drafting table because I do a lot of drawing and I have a lot of stuff on my desk, you know. So I just, it helps me to function with the laptop and also to see other items that I'm working with. So mm -hmm. 
And and I was listening to what you said, and, and I do like the L-shaped desk for myself, but I realize now, because as I shared with you, it's, it's been a while since I purchased a desk, I need to really look at something that's a little different because I've noticed with this desk and this laptop that my shoulder, my elbow, and then sometimes it'll go down to my fingertips hurts. So I know that I've got to get something that will allow for me to work a little bit more comfortably and like you said not put that much stress on my body so it's interesting how all of these things just when you were talking it was like yeah that's going on yeah that's going on so yeah and it, it could also be the chair well, it could yeah, also too. be where you're where you're placing the laptop you know it could also be the height of the desk it could also be how you're turning and functioning in the chair to <laughs> do other items that may not you know need the laptop so all that is something that we have to take in consideration and that's why there's a whole science and study behind it because people study this to tell you what the best chair would be mm -hmm. how what degree uh like whether it's a 90 degree like your leg should be when you're sitting mm -hmm. in a chair degrees your back should be you know all this is like a study to help you figure out what is most best for you so you can function in that space so um there's a lot that's entailed and i know like um visually if someone could see how you're supposed to sit it's a lot easier because that's what i normally do like your feet should be flat on the floor you know your back should be straight and some people are like, oh, that might be uncomfortable. Well, no, it's not. I mean, you, could, you can always add a pillow. You can do mm -hmm. something mm -hmm. else to make it comfortable but still user-friendly so you're not putting stress on your back, on your neck, on your leg, or cutting off that circulation <laughs> if you need to function. <laughs> so are there ways people incorporate it into their home as well? Uh, yeah. Okay, so what are some of those ways? Um. Basically, like, uh, one perfect example would be, like, your kitchen table, okay, uh, your dining room table, um, how you sit at the dining room table, your living room furniture, okay? Uh, my mom's about five foot, so she cannot sit in any sofa that's extremely deep. <laughs> or after a while, her feet will start to swell, and she's uncomfortable, and her back starts to hurt. So that this is this is like something that goes to pretty much every area of your home. I guess with the exception of your bathroom. <laughs> um, but yeah, any place that you're gonna put furniture that you're u utilizing um, that could put stress and strain on your body, uh, it's good to know how that piece functions and what will be best for you. Um, so you can function in that space. And I take that back. Uh, in the bathroom, too, um, it may also be um, how you place your mirror in your bathroom, how high that is, the type of sink that you use. If you like to go into a, a bowl sink or if you uh, want a sink that's um, installed, like, within the countertop instead of having a bowl sink, which is established above the counter. Um, so all that has to do with how you operate. 
Uh, if you're short, that might be a little bit uncomfortable to have a bowl sink. It might look beautiful, but you, you're not doing able to get much washing done in that sink. Uh, shower, too. So, yeah, I, I, I take it back. Every room <laughs> <laughs> in your home basically affects you as a person. Um, so, yeah, when we design it, it's best to take consideration how you're going to use it, how you want it to function, so you can get the most bang out of your buck. As a designer, I can suggest what would be best for you. Um, and throw in those tips about where to put the lighting, um, how far down you could put your mirror, um, how far up. Um, you, you can do a standard size cabinet um, or, or counter or vanity, um, but what type of sink to use, whether you should have a mounted sink or a bowl top sink. Um, and all this will play as to how, what you do at the sink, um, how comfortable you feel if you're uh, brushing your teeth, where you put your materials, uh, if you need a vanity or something to store something in, how that should be shaped so you're not awkwardly turning in the space. Mm. So, yeah, every every place in your home. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just listening to you, Felicia, it, it, it seems like when – somebody definitely wants to go through a major renovation in an existing home, they really need to talk to someone like you so that it can be, you know, a little bit more comfortable for them as opposed to, well, you know, the home came with this sink and even though it was uncomfortable, so now they can actually get something that can really, you know, be, um, you know, more, you know, stress-free on the body. Correct. Um, normally, if it's like a, for people who are doing newer homes, um, it's a lot easier to say what you want up front. Mm -hmm. But for anyone who's moving into an existing home, uh, what I try to tell them before you, I know some people want to do the renovations before they move in, mm -hmm. um, but to live in the space. Because you, that's, you may not have to do as many projects right up front. Um, so when you live in the space, and you try to live how you operate, then you can see what needs to be changed and what can be changed right away and not. So that kind of helps you if you're on a spending plan. Um, if you're not and you have the money right up front, then, yeah, by all means, just go for it before you move in. But if you're working off of a budget, I would say move in, see how you can adapt to the current space. And then visually you can we can come in and I could tell you, okay, this would work for you. You could try to do this. Or if you want to do a complete revamp, oh, well, maybe if you knock this wall down, you can get more space here. You can do this and this will help you to operate. Um, the same with people who like have home offices. Like, um, you know, I sit there and tell them like, okay, what's not working for you in, in this space? What do you need to do with this? clutter let's get rid of it um, but still how do you operate what are you doing because what I've noticed is over the years with technology your needs in your space change <laughs> so the way you operate in the space change so it's not always you need to sit at a desk straight you may be okay sitting at a nice sofa with like a supporting back 
doing your work as long as your legs are properly allocated and a laptop sitting on your on your lap supported uh, in a nice way so you have that eye elevation with your laptop. I mean, it's, you know, the, the way that we do things now with technology has definitely changed our life. So um, I just tell people, yeah, just keep that in mind as you may do it now and five years from now, God knows you may have to change it. So let's just take baby steps and go with it. So it's, it's not like a, a huge major change, but still it's functioning and it's helping you to continue to work in the space. Mm. It's always something people should keep in mind. Yeah. Well, Felicia, as always, you've given us a lot of wonderful tips. I do have one last question for you, and it's like a design yeah. question. And it is like, how do you keep your space fresh? without like spending a lot of money because I know sometimes seasonally people change, just look for their space or they just want to change. And then I hear these stories of people who actually have entire, you know, uh, room settings in storage because they decided to change the look. Um, <laughs> I'm not that dramatic. <laughs> I know you're not that dramatic, but I'm just, you know, like, how do you, you know, because you're a designer and I'm sure you'll see a color, you'll see a style, you'll see something. So how do you constantly, like, keep your space looking fresh? Um, it's kind of weird that you ask me that because normally I will, it's not keeping my, it's more like something that appeals to me. I don't know if that makes any sense. Like, I could be out and I'll say, ooh, I think I like that for my bedroom. And then I'll get that and I'll put it in and it's like, oh, well, I need new pillows, so mm -hmm. I'll do this. And I'll go out and get new pillows. Next thing you know, I have a new look to my bedding. So it's, um, or artwork. I may go out and get artwork and for, say, like, a, my space downstairs and I that will help me to bring in other colors. So it's not like um, every season I change out. I just kind of switch it up here and there. Um, it could even be like a picture from going on vacation that I may want to hang up. And it's just like, oh, why don't I just do this or do that? Or a mirror. I love mirrors. Um, <laughs> if I just hang up a new mirror, I could do that. Um, but that's one way. Um, I'm also not a good plant person, but I love nice floral arrangements. So that's another way that I spruce up my place. And I try to incorporate some for fall, winter, and spring that I bring out. And then I just add or take away some other arrangements or create my own. Um, and then just have them throughout the, the house. That's another quick way. But um, for my clients, I just tell them whatever, if it, whether it's a pillow, artwork, you could throw it in, especially if you have a neutral palette. Um, and that's a quick way of changing. Um, another quick way is like area rugs, things of that nature, throws, those are other quick ways. Um, and then if you want to go to a more expensive, painting. <laughs> But that's also a quick way to do it. And if you like to do it yourself, maybe not as expensive. <laughs> but if you need to hire a professional, it could get pretty up there. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. 
Well, thank you so much, Felicia. So how can listeners get in contact with you? Sure. Okay. So there's three ways. Uh, of course, there's phone, email, and my website. So I love phone calls. I love talking to people. That's I think is the best way for me to get to know you as a person and us to schedule like a one-on-one appointment. Um, Cause you'll get a lot out of me before the appointment. <laughs> <laughs> so the number, of course, you can always call me. Uh, my cell is two one five eight zero eight four seven eight six. Um, my email is also a good way to reach me. It's Benton, B as in boy, E-N-T-O-N, underscore Felicia, Epperson Frank, E-L-I-C-I-A, at yahoo.com. And then, of course, my website, which is felicia.benton.squarespace.com. So felicia-benton.squarespace.com. And, of course, listeners, as you know, you can always click the link and you'll redirect it right to Felicia's website. So, Felicia, thank you so much. <laughs> thank you, Janet. <laughs> My pleasure. Thanks again. <laughs> that was a great and informative interview from Felicia. Of course, you heard the sirens in the back, but that's okay. But that was good because now you know what you need in your office, what you need throughout your home to really make it so that your furniture and the way you work and the way you live is not putting stress on your body, which takes me to my tailor tip time and some economically organized ways, just five. Number one, make sure you get a proper chair and a desk, whether you work on a laptop or desktop. Number two, make sure you get proper equipment because, you know, they have mouse for our computers now that are ergonomically um, are correct. And then, of course, making sure you take your breaks, you stretch, you walk, you do something just to get up every so often periodically throughout your workday. Make sure you exercise, incorporate that, and whether you go to the gym, whether you walk, however, it could be even just walking your dog. And the last one is making sure you just get a good night's sleep. Sleep can be so beneficial. So making sure you get the number of hours that you need. So those are my tips from my Taylor's Tip Time. And now I just want to thank all of you for following me on social media, for your likes, for your retweets, for your sharing. And please continue. And check out my Pinterest page and my Pinterest board for your workspace just to see how you can make your workspace more organized. And, of course, today is Monday, and you know what tomorrow is. It is Tuesday, and we are talking about Tossed Tuesday. So you should clear the clutter from your chair so you can enjoy relaxing in it. So that clutter could be books. That clutter could be paper. The clutter could be clothes. The clutter could be miscellaneous stuff. But whatever it is in whatever area of your home, whether it's in the living room, the family room, or your bedroom, clear the clutter from the chair so that when you come home after a long day's work or when you've just been working out in the garden, you can sit down, you can relax, and you can enjoy that space, that chair. So make sure you clear that clutter. So now I want to move on to my app suggestion, my product suggestion, and my repurpose suggestion. My app suggestion is I put a link on my Pinterest page on the board, apps that will help you stay organized for the 10 best stretching apps for your Android and your iPhone. 
So make sure you check that out. For my repurposed suggestion, because on my side of town, it has been the college students are, you know, leaving, they're graduating, they're going home. You know, there are some good, I know some people may not want to do it, but you can always find some really good items that other people don't want. My neighbors are always putting out boxes that say free, or they're just putting out things by the curb, and they may not want them, but you can use them. So sometimes you don't even have to go far to find things that you need. And my product suggestion is keep your dresser or your bathroom counter clutter-free with a makeup organizer. And if you go to my show page, you should be directed straight to the um, product on my Amazon page as well. My quote for the week, health is a state of complete harmony of body, mind, and spirit. Again, health is a state of harmony of body, mind, and spirit. Well, next week, I'm going to be starting off with Jumpstart Your Third Quarter Organized, so I'll be coming to you with some tips. We're going to be having the Menopause Whisper next month. We're going to have estate planning, how to manage your time, and so much more. I truly thank you so much for joining me. And until next time, I want you to have a clutter-free week. But most of all, have an organized day. Organization is a quintessential element to a clutter-free life. Join me as we take this journey together. Along the way, we will find the necessary answers to solve your organizing dilemma. My name is Janet M. Taylor, and you are tuned in to Got Clutter? 